Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here, and today I wanted to talk about overlanding in a minimalist style. And what I mean by that is, you know, you can get sucked into buying a ton of gear. You could have a fridge and a air conditioner and a heater and this and this and this and that. You'd have all this stuff, right? But historically, in my experience, I've mostly been more of a minimalist overlander. So, you know, while you can have the rooftop tent and the fridge and the diesel heater and all the different things, and the more that you get into it, the more you might want that stuff, there is some beauty and some joy to just kind of taking the minimalist approach and just getting out with the bare minimum of gear, especially if you're newer, and kind of trying out a trip or doing a quick overnighter. So again, today I wanted to talk a little bit about that, kind of decluttering a little bit and minimalizing kind of what you bring and how to just be effective and efficient with minimalist overlanding. So if you want to hear more about that, stay tuned. Alright guys, so as I mentioned in the intro today, I'm talking about sort of minimalism in overlanding. And what I mean by that is the longer I've been doing it, the more I've seen all this gear and I've got, you know, a rooftop tent and solar panel and a secondary house battery and a diesel heater and an air conditioner for the summer and all this stuff, right? And while in some cases I do kind of like that stuff and it is nice, especially like on my Wyoming trip that I went for two weeks, it was really nice to have all my stuff because you're basically living out of your vehicle at that point. So you do kind of have to be a little more self-sufficient. However, in most cases, if you're doing shorter trips or things like that, I would say probably 60 to 70% of my trips that I take a year are relatively short trips and you don't need all that stuff. So again, I'm going to talk a little bit today about decluttering, minimalizing kind of your gear and stuff, and also just thinking about the why of why you might bring that gear and whether or not it's worth all the hassle and or space that it's going to take up to go on that trip. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So let's start by talking a little bit about what minimalism is, right? We've all heard of it. We all kind of know what it is. But what I really mean when I say minimalism in overlanding is just not getting sucked into all of the gear, not feeling like you have to bring a chainsaw, an axe, a diesel heater, a rooftop tent, a heated blanket, you know, a secondary battery, some sort of a power station, something with 18 different plug styles and types in it so that you can charge all your devices. You don't need an iPad. You don't need a phone. You don't need a GPS device. You don't need a Garmin inReach. You don't, you don't have to have all that stuff for every single trip, right? Now, again, if you're going to explore the Antarctic, Yes, you're going to want all that gear. You're going to want something to keep you warm. You're going to need to be safe. I'm not advocating for dangerous stuff. But what I'm saying is like right now, I'm out here in the middle of Hoosier National Forest doing a quick camping trip. And instead of bringing like an iPad or a bunch of stuff or like I have a video game emulator that I'll bring sometimes to play like old school retro games. Instead of bringing all that stuff, for instance, and this isn't those aren't really overlanding pieces of gear, but like I just brought a book. So I'm sitting here. I brought my chair. I got a little table and I brought a book. And then I got my tent back here that I'm going to sleep in tonight, and it's going to get down in the 30s. So I'm going to, I did bring my diesel heater, but I also brought my heated blanket. 
and I may just use the heated blanket. I may not actually use the diesel heater because I don't know how cold it's going to get. Right now it's about 50, 55 degrees, so it's not too bad. If it gets down to the high 30s, low 40s, a heated blanket is sufficient. And when you think about it from a complexity standpoint, way simpler to just bring a heated blanket with a built-in battery or with a DC plug that you can plug into your battery to just keep going versus like a diesel heater and you have to have diesel fuel and you have to set it up and you have to hook up the exhaust and the intake and the, the heat tube to run up into your 10 and run it all and then take it all down the next morning and run it through its cool down process. And there's a lot of stuff, right, that comes with that versus like a heated blanket that you literally take out of the bag, hit the on button and you're asleep, right? So in thinking about minimalism, what I would encourage is think about your trip, right? That's going to be kind of the deciding factor is where are you going? How long are you going to be there? You know, what are the temps like? Are you talking extremes like 20s, 10s, negative temps? Then yes, you're going to want and need a diesel heater. You're not going to be comfortable. You're probably not going to have a good time unless you have a really, really good sleeping bag and maybe a heated blanket with enough battery juice to get you through the night. It's going to be pretty tough versus like a diesel heater in that case may make it easier. But for the majority of our trips, again, if we can just simplify and sort of cut down on the amount of stuff that we bring and take a more minimalist approach, one, it's going to save you a ton of space in your vehicle. So if you're running out of space, if you feel like your truck is loaded to the gills, you know, I see people post on Facebook all the time, ready for the weekend. And it's like, you can't see out the back window and their whole passenger seat is stacked full of stuff. And they've got all this stuff. And I'm just like, where, what are you do? Where are you going? Right. And again, not to make fun of those people. If you want to bring a ton of stuff, bring a ton of stuff. But if you're kind of almost getting burnt out, I talk to a lot of people that are like, man, I bought this and I bought that. And now I got to do a dual battery setup. But now my dual battery is a 200 amp hour and I need two and now I need two solar panels and I need all this extra juice and I need a, to hook it up to my alternator. And I need to do all this stuff, right, to make it make sense to run all the stuff that you're going to have to go overlanding. When it gets to that point where it's almost a hassle or a slog and you just don't want to do it, that's what I'm trying to get people away from with this minimalist approach, right, is don't burn yourself out by getting so sucked into the gear side of things that you feel like you have to bring so much stuff that you can't even enjoy yourself, right? You can't just sit and enjoy the peacefulness of nature for a minute or read a book or just, you know, detach yourself from normal life a little bit because you have so much setup to do, right? That's part of why I went with the hard shell, clamshell style rooftop tent. I like to get to camp and be set up in like two or three minutes and then be relaxing, right? Throw up my chair in a minute, throw up my tent in two minutes, unpack my stuff, grab my backpack, grab a book, sit down and I'm reading a book, drinking a beer and I'm enjoying myself, right? So again, think about your trips, think about where you're going, think about how long you'll be there, and think about do you really need all this stuff, right? Do you really need the three folding tables? Do you really need the 22-inch Blackstone griddle? Do you really need a 20-pound propane tank? Do you, you know, do you need all this stuff? Especially if you're just going for a quick overnighter or a two-nighter or a weekend trip. Think about that stuff. And again, not to discourage, if you are a big, like, I love to have my setup and I love to have all my stuff, good for you, power to you. I can't do it personally. I find it extremely annoying to have to set all this stuff up. Tonight at about three o'clock, it's supposed to start raining. It's going to be in the high, mid to high 30s and it's going to start raining. So like, you better believe I'm tearing all this stuff down. The, the chair and the table, the two things that I set up are getting torn down and put away tonight before I go to bed because I don't want them to get rained on. I don't want to have to deal with everything being wet. I'm already going to have to reopen my tent because it's going to get wet tonight. So, and then I'm going to close it up and go home. And then when it gets not rainy again, then I'm gonna have to reopen it and let everything dry out. I think that that's kind of a pain in the butt. And so that's what kind of drives me towards minimalist overlanding. So again, after you thought about where you thought about how long, then you can start to think about your gear again, right? So 
think about, instead of just thinking about, I need all these things because I saw them on YouTube or, you know, I saw this one guy, he took a trip and he had this, 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 and this. Don't think about the what, think about the why, right? And I've kind of mentioned this before in previous podcasts years ago, but the why is very important and it's overlooked quite a bit. Like most people, I don't think even think about why they bought the tent that they bought or why they bought, you know, the awning that they bought or the gear that they bought. They just buy it because it's cool or it's exciting or, you know, they see somebody else running the same thing. And so don't let yourself get sucked into that. Think about the why and then think about how do I minimize, right? How do I make this as easy as possible? I want this trip to be fun. I want it to be relaxing, but I don't want to have to deal with a bunch of setup or tear down or stuff, right? I want more room in my rig because I have to take my family with me. I want to minimize my stuff. So think about that when you're thinking about selecting your gear. And then last, let's kind of wrap up with gear. You know, there are, if you go down the rabbit hole, like I have of like backpacking and ultralight backpacking, if you YouTube those two terms, you will see what I mean. There is a fascinating, the ultralight backpacking is fascinating. Like these people are literally like trying to shave ounces. They're like this, you know, uh, hammock weighs seven ounces and this one weighs five. So I switched to this one because it's five. I'm not necessarily advocating for going that crazy, but there's a lot of stuff to be learned from that as far as being efficient with your space, being efficient with your weight. It's the same as like payload in your vehicle, right? You could throw a bunch of really heavy stuff on your truck, but it's going to perform worse. It's going to get worse gas mileage. Your braking is going to take longer to get you stopped. You're going to get, uh, have more wind noise. You're going to, there's a lot of downsides that come with that versus like, if you really think about it and do something that makes a ton of sense for your setup, that also doesn't add a ton of weight, then you're, you're benefiting in a number of other ways like gas mileage, like increased performance, handling, stopping power, that kind of thing because of your setup. So I would, I would say definitely think in that vein when you're thinking about your overlanding setup too, right? Instead of just buying just the cheapest thing because it's the cheapest thing, but maybe it's twice as big as another thing that's maybe a couple bucks more, you might weigh that out a little bit in your mind and say, this thing is going to take up significantly less space and it has multiple purposes. I like that. And even if it's a couple bucks more, I'm going to buy that piece of gear versus the other. So again, just wanted to touch a little bit on minimalism and kind of minimizing the amount of stuff that you have, minimizing the size and the weight of the stuff that you have, and kind of trying to simplify and decrease the complexity of your setup so that you can spend more time enjoying nature, more time with your friends or with your family uh, versus like setting up an entire kitchen, you know? So again, I hope that was helpful. This might be a controversial topic. I don't know. If you disagree with me completely and you're on YouTube, go down to the comments and drop your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. But those are just my thoughts, right? Um... Also in the description down below will be links to all my other social channels. So wherever you want to come hang out and join the conversation, I'd love to have you. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, check those out down below. Um, if you're on the podcast and you enjoyed this, leave a five-star review. If you're on YouTube and you enjoyed it, hit that like button. If you are not subscribed on YouTube, click the subscribe button, click the bell to be notified when new videos drop. I do one of these every week and then I do like a gear review, a do-it-yourself modification, general camping and overlanding stuff. So there's a ton of content here for you if you're into any of that stuff. And it costs nothing. Also in the description below is a link to my website where I've got patches and stickers, overlanding, dispersed camping, funny type patches and stickers. So if you're into that stuff, check that out. And then last but not least, there is a link to my Patreon page. We've got a 24-7 Discord. We all kind of hang out and chat, and that's a lot of fun. And then there's the Newbie Overlanders Facebook group, which is totally free to join. Tons of awesome members there. And if you're getting into overlanding or want to get into overlanding, that would be a great place to start. So check that out as well. But again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time.